Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're well, I hope you're safe, and I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, we have returning guest expert, Dr. Angela Chester, as she shares how being a mom how she's making herself a priority and some things she can do just for her mental wellness. And of course, I'll be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, share a tip you learned from your mom or your grandmom or your mother figure, your aunt. And did you know that the modern holiday of Mother's Day was first celebrated in 1908 when Anna Jarvis held the memorial for her mother at St. Matthew's Methodist Church in Grafton, West Virginia. Well, Dr. Angela, as she's called, has built a career spanning more than 25 years and thousands of people counseled as a pastoral counselor and a motivational coach. She has a deep passion for showing others how to change their perspective to change their outcomes. She teaches people how to plan and reach solutions to look beyond the impossible. Dr. Angela has served as an associate pastor, public speaker, purpose coach and has built a reputation as a thought leader on issues related to motivation and relationship counseling. She is frequently quoted by CNN, the Long Beach leader, Madame Noir, the Man Registry, the Los Angeles Times, and other publications in addition to holding numerous public speaking engagements throughout the year. Dr. Chester is currently a member of the International Women's Leadership Association. She holds a degree in pastoral counseling and divinity from the Trinity Institute. She is the author of numerous books, including the best-selling Before You Tie the Knot, a premarital counseling workbook for the DIY couple. So now, join me in my interview with Dr. Angela Chester. Well, listeners, I am excited because Mother's Day, of course, May is the month of mothers. And actually, Mother's Day could be 365 days a year. But I am excited because I have Dr. Angela Chester, who is a wife. She's a mother. She's a businesswoman. She's a minister. And I wanted her to come and just talk to us women, mothers, mother figures about how we can navigate our lives so we can really truly be the mothers and the mother figures in this world as it is today. So thank you so much, Dr. Angela, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on, Janet. I I appreciate being on your show. So before I get into the, the questions and everything, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, why did you start the Motivational Mondays, which I enjoy? And sometimes I have to, because of timing, I have to go back and listen to it, but they're so powerful. So what made you decide to start this? Well, there were two main reasons. Uh, one, people don't like Mondays mm-hmm. for various reasons. People don't like Mondays. And I felt that if if you could adjust your attitude, you could adjust your outcome. 
So for me, it boiled down to two words, mindset and outlook. Now, I understand that people don't like Mondays because it tends to be the first day of the work week. But on my motivational Mondays, one thing that I try to remind everyone every week, and it might become um, repetitive for those who tune in, I say if we change our attitude, if we change our outlook, then we can change how we react to the week. So my first day of the week is Sunday. And I say, remember when we were in kindergarten and the teacher said, name the days of the week, it started off with the first day being Sunday. So for most people, Sunday is a day off, Sunday is a day of relaxation, of of hanging out with family, good food, great friends, um, and just a day of relaxation. I understand some people have to work on Sundays. I get that. But the majority of people have Sundays off. So if we think about my first day of my week is going to be awesome, then roll some of that feelings of uh, love, of joy, of happiness, of um, I can do this, roll that over into your Monday, and then maybe you can start off your work week, which I understand not everyone starts their work week off on a Monday, but a lot do. So we can roll that good feeling of Sunday over into our Monday, and perhaps that can make Mondays a little less mundane, a little less boring, a little less humdrum, and people can have a better a better outlook. Because um, remember, if you don't show up, you might not get paid. So if you adjust your attitude, oh, I get to go to work Monday. Because there's someone who doesn't have a job who would say, could go to work that Monday. I get to go to work Monday, earn my pay, and then I'll get paid on Friday or the next Friday or however it goes. But I will get some compensation for the work that I've put in it. Might not be your ideal compensation, but it is compensation because someone doesn't have either coming in. So just adjusting our attitude, then we can adjust the outcome that we have. We can look at that check and go, woohoo, this is awesome, Pop. <laughs> and, that is, and that is so true. That is so true. That is wonderful. So, Dr. Angela, the world has changed. I mean, from January to March, it was one thing, and then from March on, it was a whole mm-hmm. other set of things that we had to do and policies and procedures. So how, what are things that really as, as women and as mothers, as mother's figures, mm-hmm. we should just not do because we are the mothers and the mother figures. Um, what are some things that we should just not do in order to really have a balance and have wellness mentally, emotionally, spiritually in our lives? Absolutely. Um, I love that question. Um, I would say um, don't obsess or dwell, but do prepare and plan. So don't obsess about the things that you can't control. Don't obsess about the negativity that you're hearing. Don't dwell on just the bad. And that's all inclusive. Um, If there's someone that is sick, um, don't just dwell on the fact that they're sick. Instead, pray that they become well. If you are one of the millions that are uh, out of work right now, instead of really dwelling on that fact, let's pray that our country becomes healed and that it will return to a new and improved sense of normal. 
Um, prepare and plan. We have to remember to prepare. Now, even though um, we can't control what our governments do, we can control what we do in our own homes. So prepare to continue to be in a state of flux. So if you know that that means that your local grocery store is still out of toilet tissue, then every time you go to the store, you need to prepare to look for toilet tissue. Prepare to pay and buy some toilet tissue. Um, if you have some, that's awesome. But if it's taking you two weeks to just get one four-pack, then we need to be mindful, not obsess, not dwell, but to be mindful of what our new reality is. Um, purchase that meat uh, a little bit in advance. I know some of us used to like to purchase, go to the grocery store and purchase whatever we were going to make for dinner every night. Sure, we had things frozen in the freezers, but we like to prepare fresh food. You can't necessarily do that anymore, or you may not be able to do it the same way anymore. So if we plan for a new normal, then it will help us not obsess or dwell on how things used to be. Things always used to be a certain way, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are appropriate and uh, needed for the new way that we're trying to do stuff. Um, I would say just for mental health, make sure that you're sleeping, like really and truly get some restful sleep. Do not stay up all night. Uh, that movie channel will be there uh, when you wake up in the morning. Um, do not listen to um, um, things that are going to get you down, be it that it is the news all day, be it that it's cable or local. Um, hearing it over and over and over and over and over again just makes you dwell on the negativity. Should you listen to it? Absolutely. Should you listen to the scientists? Absolutely. But there's... Um, there's nothing that we can do in our immediate homes to assist those that are perhaps in another state that may have it worse than what you do. And drink plenty of water. We need to make sure that we stay hydrated. Um, our brains need that water, and we want to be able to be in our best mind, in our best mood. Um, so make sure that we stay hydrated and make sure that we get plenty of sleep so that we can be uh, rested and be able to tackle whatever we need to tackle in the morning and, and prepare for the rest of the day. I love the way you said plan, because one of the things I've been doing, Dr. Angela, is I noticed that when I would go to the store and like you said, you would see things were just empty, like eggs were empty. There was none. So what you said is what I do. So the other day I went to the supermarket to pick up some meats, even though I had some, but I wanted to get some more and I saw eggs okay. and I said, okay, I'm getting it. So you're right. Every time I would go out, I'd be on the hunt for some eggs, even though I had a carton <laughs> in my refrigerator, but I didn't want it to get to the point like it used to where I'd have two eggs left. I'm like, no, those days are over. Right. And then I also like right. what you said is, you know, not dwelling on the past. And one of the things that I recently did was, you know, a group of us, four of us, we would always get together for what we call our chicken and chocolate. We would have chicken and then we would have chocolate mm -hmm. for dessert. Well, you know, we had a Zoom 
chicken and chocolate party, Dr. Angela, it lasted for hours. And it was so much fun because the one friend, she said she wanted to be the DJ. And she made it so much fun because every time she changed songs, she changed sunglasses. We were just laughing all night. Because she had the, you know, what she was using, which was her tablet for the music kind of propped up. So whenever she would go behind it and change a song, she'd pop out with a new pair of sunglasses and had us all cracking up. So you're right. You have to, you know, you you can't dwell on the news. You have to be informed, but you can really get the press looking at the news all day long. And like you said, you just have to prepare. So I love those tips. So in addition to some of those, do you have any other tips that we should do just to really, and specifically for women, because women are, you know, they're the caregivers. They're doing the homework. They Mm -hmm. cook the house. They cook in the food. Mhm, mhm. I would say that, and 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 some of it is advice that I would give in any other incident. But I think that with our new mindset, we need to hear it with our new mindset. So one is we have to create a routine or maintain said routine. So if you're someone who used to work out in, I'm going to say the world. You know, you used to go to the office or you left your home and went to another location and you're now in your home because you're working from home. This is totally and completely new to you. So you need to create a routine for what it is that you need to accomplish for the day, be it that you need to literally put in some work with your employer or you need to homeschool your children, or you are trying to take care of parents or a sick child or whatever it is. So look at all of the things that you need to do and create a routine for those things. The, the number two of that is, is that you have to now work your plan. You know what you have to do, so do what you have to do. If you're already a stay-at-home mom, then your world has not necessarily changed because your children weren't going to daycare or they weren't going to school because you homeschooled them. So you're already used to creating a plan and working that plan. Um, So continue doing whatever it is that you were doing. If there's been some added things that you have to take care of because, for example, let's say your husband's now home and you weren't used to that before or you have a parent that's living with you because it was scary out there and you wanted to have them in in your home instead of being so many miles away from you. So add that to your routine and then work that plan accordingly. And last but not least, I would say is that we have to remember to be flexible and not fixed. Now, I know that for some people, um, even with our mortgage rates, it would be adjustable versus fixed. However you want to remember that, fixed or or flexible, I'm sorry, adjustable or or, um, fixed, we have to learn how to remember that being flexible or being adjustable is what's going to get us from point A to point B, not being fixed. Being fixed is our old normal. And those things don't necessarily apply anymore. No, you can't go to the office right now because you have two people in a cubicle 
that's closer than six feet together. You got your stuff kind of runs all together, and you can't keep it in a in a safe work environment. Or perhaps you work in a warehouse where you are inches away from the other person. That's not going to work anymore. Or you are out and about in the general public on a day-to-day basis, and you just can't do that without having a mask on anymore. Our first responders, as my son is a first responder, now they respond with a mask on. And you have to learn to listen differently, to hear people speak through that mask as opposed to without anything on their face. So just learning to be flexible or adjustable, whichever word you want to put there, instead of being fixed, instead of being so um, so hard or so um, uh, rooted in the way that we were doing things before. Our goal is to survive this pandemic. Our goal is to be able to tell our grandchildren about how we live through a pandemic, the same way that my grandmother was able to talk about living through the 1918 uh, flu, some people say the Spanish flu, how she was able to talk about living through the Depression. We are now living through our own bits of world history, and we want to be able to tell our grandchildren or even great-grandchildren how we were able to survive and, and what we did. I like what you said about being adjustable because one of the things I do now is I'm very conscious when I go to the store. I try not to go when it's crowded so there's less people in there because Absolutely. I, get, I get panicky mm-hmm. when I start seeing people and I'm like, okay, people, not everybody is, is practicing the six foot thing. People are going to be on top of me, but you know, and so you're right. You have to be adjustable. And I like what you said, routines, and you still have to have those routines of getting up, eating, you know, exercising, whether it's in front of the TV or, you know, doing your walk around the block. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, mm-hmm. What are you doing, like, you know, just for your own self? Because you give to some, you not only give to your family, but you also give to the ministry (laughs) as well and your clients. So what are you doing? Right. Well, you know, I, I take my own advice. One of the things that I think that people are misunderstanding is that we are in a stay at home uh, mandate. We are not on lockdown. We are not on house arrest, right? So we can still go outside. You don't have to be hemmed up in your bedroom with, you know, just your snap and your remote. You can go outside. So instead of just allowing the dog to exercise himself, I go for a walk. Like you said, I get that exercise. We can't go to the gym anymore because they are closed, and I agree with that and think that that's wise. Um, But you have to think of other ways that you can do whatever it is that you need to do. So instead of taking your car to the car wash and driving through, uh, get out there old-fashioned with a sponge and a bucket of water and wipe your your car down. Good old cardio. You know, walk your dog yourself. If you have exercise equipment at home, break it out and use it. So it's just looking at what can I do that still keeps me on my same routine. Now, have I adjusted my routine a little bit? Absolutely. I don't open until 10 o'clock anyway. That was done purposeful so that I could 
back in the day, get my children off to school and, you know, take care of family stuff and make sure they were okay and then go to work. But now I use that time to what many people say is declare the intention for the day. So when I get up and I have my coffee and before I turn on the TV and hear the update for the day, I set my intention. What is it that I want to do today? Do I want to be happy? Do I want to be joyous? Do I want to be excited? Do I want to plan something new? Do I want to create something? Do, or do I simply want to be a listening ear for someone? What am I trying to accomplish? And once I do that, I know how I need to create my plan for the day, what I can and cannot do, and how do I maneuver in the new normal. But I'm one of those types of people that is flexible anyway. Um, I deal with people who may cancel, and, and they cancel their session an hour before it's done. So it's like, oh, okay, um, I can't control that. So my mindset becomes, well, that means I now have an additional hour to do something else. So what can I do in this hour that will be beneficial to whomever, to myself, to my family, to my ministry, to my work? What is it, what is it that I can now do with that time that I have been gifted? So, again, it goes back to mindset as opposed to, I can't believe they canceled on me, poo, poo, poo. Okay, I've been gifted an hour. How am I going to use that hour? So now that we're all at home, I look at how am I going to utilize being gifted, being able to work from home? What can I do? And I, again, I try to get out, get fresh air. I try to talk to people that I hadn't talked to before over the phone. Um, I'm a Skype kind of gal. I try to Skype people. Uh, thank God for Skype because that's how I'm communicating with my clients now. And everyone still feels like there's a sense of normalcy, even though it may be new and it may be different. So I try to do the things that I've always done before with the new parameters within the new parameters that we've been given so that I, too, um, can keep a sense of normality so that I can help my clients and everyone else do the exact same thing. So get out. Go for a walk. If you can't walk far, walk around your house, literally, like outside. Walk around your property. If you live in an apartment building, walk to your car. Then walk to, like, the little area. If they have, a like, a, a barbecue area, walk there. Or if there's a... A leasing office, walk to the leasing office and back, uh, or simply walk the grounds, the perimeter of your apartment complex. If you live somewhere and you feel like, well, it's not safe, I live in the hood. Okay, I understand. Uh, walk to the corner store and back, or watch the end of your block and back. Uh, be, be aware, be safe, be mindful, and don't be in a cluster of people. If everyone walked out and made a right, you go left so that you don't have to worry about, am I going to be subject to someone without a mask on or someone who is being uh, a little reckless with their health? Always be mindful, but remember that we're just stay at home. We're not necessarily, you know, on house arrest. We're not on lockdown. Okay, so there seems to be something going on outside. I don't know if you can hear that, Dr. Angela. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you didn't hear that. It was a little commotion going on um, outside my home. But I wanted to know what book 
would you recommend or are you reading right now? Um, oh my goodness. I have, the one book that I always um, suggest to everyone is The Alchemist by, and I hope I'm saying his name correctly, uh, Paulo Coelho. Um, it is amazing. Um, I read the book off of a suggestion of many people, and there are so many bits and pieces. I think there's so many nuggets along the way that um, pick one or gather them all, I think is something in there uh, for everyone. The The most recent book that I just, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say read, that I listened to because I have Audible, um, is Make Your Bed by Admiral William, uh, William McRaven. Um, it is, I think, quite interesting. And even though he's an admiral and he uses some military terms in there, um, he does an awesome job of explaining it so that the civilian can understand. And I think that we can definitely apply. So with that one, I'm just going to tell you um, one of the things he says, and read the book, don't be a sugar cookie. And I think that that is that is a great bit of advice. And it's amazing because one the one of my guests um, for this month also recommended The Alchemist, and I've recommended Make Your Bed by the Admiral, too. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, so, Dr. Mm-hmm. Angela, it is always a pleasure to talk to you, and you know, and I know, we could talk for hours, but how yeah. can <laughs> listeners connect with you to work with you, have you do a virtual session with them? Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, you can visit DrAngelaChester.com. There's no dots in there except for the .com, so DrAngelaChester.com. Um, you can visit me on social media, on Facebook and on Twitter. It's Dr. Angela Chester. And on Instagram, it's Dr. Angela C. And I, I welcome any and everyone. That is a great place to start feed. If you are looking for a therapy session or you're interested in being a guest, um, please let me, let me know. And I, I can get you started in either direction. And listeners, as you know, I will have a direct link to Dr. Angela Chester on the show page. Dr. Angela, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with my listeners. Thank you, Janet. Thank you. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Dr. Angela Chester? I love talking to her and I could talk to her for hours, but I don't want to take up her valuable time. So in this week's Taylor's Tip Time, I'm going to be sharing with you some tips I learned from my mom. One is creating shopping lists and it's shopping lists not only for grocery shopping but even if I go to the home improvement store or if I go to a store and I'm going to pick up some arts and crafts items number two is trash day and trash day is because the night before my mom would go to the refrigerator get rid of anything that was expired so that's a tip on just how to get rid of things Number three is creating routines. She had a routine for shopping. She had a routine for cleaning. Um, And those routines helped her stay on track of maintaining things in her home. 
So she always made sure the cupboards were full and the house was always clean. So that's how I get my uh, routines and my discipline from. Number four is meal planning. I always knew that on Sunday she would cook the big meals and that would last us a couple of days. And then on another day she would cook another meal. And of course on Fridays it was just kind of, you know, a more relaxed meal. But having that structure and schedule allowed me to eat healthier. And that's one of the things I do now as I do my meal planning. I fix my big meal on Sunday and laugh often. You know, I still miss my mother's laugh, but laughter is sometimes a cure for things. So shopping list, trash day, getting rid of stuff, creating routines to stay on top of stuff, meal planning to eat healthy and laugh often. Now, for those of you who do not know, I do offer virtual sessions. So, you know, if you've been working on getting organized and feel overwhelmed, I can help you. I have, of course, I want you to take advantage of this free 15-minute session, but also I offer 30-minute sessions, 60-minute sessions, maybe more. You know, tomorrow I will be working with a client who is overwhelmed with paperwork, will be doing FaceTime. I do Zoom, I do Facebook Messenger, and I will be basically um, sharing with her how to go through those piles, what she needs to do, what are the next steps. Someone else, you know, they wanted me to help them figure out how to conquer clutter in their mother's home. So we did a Facebook Messenger. So that is how I can help you virtually. And, of course, for those business people who may be at a point where you either have a hobby, you want to turn it into a business, or you just have a passion for something, and you want to take it to the next level. So if you feel lost when it comes to social media, you've been procrastinating maybe on starting your own podcast, or you feel overwhelmed with just all the ideas floating in your head, you know, let me help you because I can help you start a podcast. I can help you manage and grow your social media influence. And I can help you create profitable partnerships with companies that complement what you offer. So click on the link in the show page to strategize and organize so I can help you. Well, I just want to thank you so much for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets. Thank you for helping me grow on YouTube. I truly appreciate it. And of course, you know, make sure you check out my Pinterest page. And this week, I am my Pinterest boards, organized living, inspire, inspiration, the bedroom, the bathroom, and so much more. So check out all of those as well. And... Of course, I don't know. It might be Monday where you are and tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. So this Toss It Tuesday's tip is, you know, because you're a mom and it's Mother's Day and a lot of times we go in that bathroom and take those bowl baths and just indulge. Get rid of the clutter in the bathroom. My app suggestion for this week is Calm. It's just an app that provides you with tools that'll help you when you need that moment to just relax. My product suggestion, of course, is bathroom organizing products that will help you find all those tools that make you feel and look beautiful. And my repurpose suggestion for this month is I'm going to challenge you. 
If you have an item that you love and you don't want to part with, share with me how you're going to repurpose it, how you're going to repurpose it. Or if you have an item that you love and you don't know how to repurpose, post it on my social media page and I can provide you with a few kind of ideas on how to repurpose it. I've repurposed my mother's tent and put my pearls in it. I've repurposed trays and put them on my dresser. Um, I'm repurposing a dresser and putting it in the my little dining room kitchen area. So there's so many things that you can do with those things that you love and that you don't want to part with. My book selection for this week is A Lifetime of Memories, and they have a large print edition. And basically, it's a guided journal for your grandma, your grandpa to record their memories and experiences. And what I like about this book is you can either do it side by side with them. You can mail it to them. You can Zoom and have them, you know, have a conversation with them. But it's a great way to capture their memories. A mother is your first friend, your best friend, your forever friend. So even though Mother's Day was yesterday, we can celebrate Mother's Day all month long, all year long if we want to. So I just want to thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, friends, and on your social media network. And I would love it if you would just go to whatever platform you're using and just write a review on how this show is impacting your life. And please visit my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, have a clutter-free day, an organized week. Be safe. Be well. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.